back after a week break. It's me, Evan, joined as always by my dude, Uncle Dig. Uncle Dig's got a, a podcast called The Backseat Chronicles. You might be listening to that now if he doesn't edit this part out. If not, uh, I might leave it in. I might not. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run the audio from the show on my feed as well. It'll be fun. That's good. We had a couple technical difficulties recently on the show, so this one might be fraught with interruptions. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's fine though. It's fine. You should follow us on socials. We've been doing kind of like a bong rip dueling banjos thing. There's not been any direct interaction, but we just both put bong rips up. He's at Uncle Dig. I'm at Bong Loads and BS7. You can also follow the main show at Bong Loads and BS. I might cut this and put it at the beginning. Now, what are you smoking on, man? Oh, man. Getting right to it, aren't we? I yeah, have got. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I've got some small bug Gary Payton. At one point, I had a piece of paper for it. What we're smoking is, of course, the segment where we talk about the shit we're smoking. And it had interesting info on the Terps and all that crap. And I lost the paper, but fortunately, I did remember the info. Oh. This is Gary ba- Payton from Craft Cannabis Company here in Oklahoma. Um, a better bud down here carries it occasionally, and it's always good. Uh, this is a small bud run. I want to say it's like a $75 or $100 ounce. I just got like a, a quarter of it, and it's good. Uh, the top three terps are, excuse me, caryophylline, which uh, is an anti-inflammatory. And then limonene is the second one, and that was like a point three something in it. The limonene is, of course, for like mood uplift and stabilization. And then there was a third one called finchone that I actually I didn't know a ton about. So I went ahead and looked that up, and it's the first time I've ever seen it in the top three in any of the strains that I've smoked personally. And this stuff is apparently also known as an anti-inflammatory and is known as actually one of the stronger ones and used in other medications and shit. So that's maybe one to look out for if you're into like your linalools and uh, caryophylines and shit like that. It's called finchone. Okay, cool. Ooh, what are you smoking on, Dig? I am smoking on some homegrown Tangerine Dream. Great. Um, t- tangerine Dream is kind of a citrusy, sativa-leaning strain. Um, the stuff I grew is a little on the funkier side. I grew it indoor in a tent, and I harvested it in May, and my uh, partner actually had a little bit left, and she shared it with me because she wanted me to roll some of it into joints. And I charge what I like to call a mommy tax, which is if you if I made the food, um, I get a bit of it. And so she wanted me to roll joints for her. So I I took about a joints worth for myself. And that's what I'm smoking right now. Yummy, yummy. I didn't mean to give a thumbs down. That's a thumbs up. That sounds good. Citrus strains are always <laughs> awesome. They're typically on that limonene. Like, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll double back on that. Citrus strains are awesome for a lot of people. I don't always get into them. Um, and I, I actually... I'm coming around on certain limonene heavy strains if it's like a top three with some other stuff. But in general, like those citrus strains don't do it for me. And especially tangerine. Yes, we're all very and fucking impressed. Fucking asshole. Sorry. Did you hear that? No. Oh, okay. Wow. Great microphone. I'm just sorry. There's a guy. (laughs) He's got a motor. He doesn't Mm -hmm. like to put a muffler on it. I guess I get. God damn. Okay. Hey, blue snowball filtering out fucking American muscle. I was. I was sitting here like, is this a bit? What did I do? No, yeah, do I'm yelling at some guy on my road because I might as well be 80 fucking five. I'm sorry. <coughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. You Slow down, you goddamn children. Yeah, so Tangerine Dream is a sativa-leaning <coughs> effect. Um, it's apparently crossed with um, t- uh, G13, <coughs> Afghani, and Neville's A5 Haze. So literally everything I love and nothing I don't. Um, and it's supposed to be uplifting and euphoric, but with some pain killing properties of an indica, which is nice. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. Right. Uh, oh, excuse me. I keep getting these little baby coughs. That sounds good. I uh, just, with the, I thought that's what you're saying. Impressed like about the tangerine thing. I don't know. And that's interesting. You said hazes too, because hazes are another one that I don't always super get into. I need to read this a lot of these strains. I think now that I've just rediscovered. The I, bong. Okay. I'm not trying to diss. <laughs> any of you fine people that have shared your weed with Evan. I'm not. But some of the stuff he said about, like, smoking weed makes me think that, at least least when you were smoking illegal weed, you were not getting good weed. I don't... (coughs) Yeah, I don't dispute that. I think think you're getting better weed now, and I think that's that's gonna result in a more pleasant experience. And I will say... That um, like <laughs> and stuff. Like, not everyone likes hazes. Yeah, that's you know, I'm ha- talking exclusively since I've been here, and hazes are just something that for me. Do they make you, you have like a head pressure kind of? 
I mean, I don't recall that in specific. I just recall every time I get one being kind of underwhelmed by it more than anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Like a potency thing <laughs> doesn't really hit you, right? Yeah, they just, and it could be, you know, a placebo branding thing too, but it just seems like the strains and the tangerines. I got some uh, tangerine dream, I think, or is that what you just said? That's literally what I just smoked. Uh, the, I might've also had tangerine dream. I could go back in the archives of the smoke and Oakies days, but it was like, no, purple tangy. I'm sorry. Yep. It was, it was it, the tangy's tangy's <laughs> pretty common. I'm like, the tan like that purple tangy, it looked good. It smelled good. It, it hit all the marks. And then I smoked it. It was just like nothing. And it seems like. I have that experience frequently with like citrus strains in general, but especially tangerines. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I think that that's that could be a lot of factors. And also, like I said, and like people have said before me and like I'll continue to say it's all dependent on you. You know, like, for instance, like, you know, I told Ty Tokes on my podcast, Purple Punch doesn't hit me like I like a heavy indica to hit me. And right. most people it does. It just it's slightly underwhelming give me something else that's like a little different right it's it's good and and it doesn't have anything to do with thc content it's either got something to do with the terps or my head just doesn't like that plant you know there are certain plants like people aren't going to get along with you know like i don't really get along with green crack i haven't had that in so long i couldn't tell you if i liked it or not you love it if you like those racy sativas you love <laughs> green crack i say i do i need to try another one i've been with this shit I'm doing, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to cough yet, but yeah, fucking absolutely. I need to try it again. I don't even know if like green cracks around like it used to be. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it can be found. Oh, oh yeah. Found. You can find it. Like, I mean, and even if not, like you can grow it at home. Hmm. Like it's on all the seed banks, you know? All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a fucking, uh, what is it? I can't. Wow. I'm not thinking straight. I'm not having the best name mentally. A fucking household name is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Green Crack is definitely a household name. I remember the first time I had it. No, I don't. When was the first time I had it? Fuck. I was literally going to start talking and just be like, I'll start talking and my brain will catch up. <laughs> and normally that works. That time I was like, yeah, I'll tell you exactly when I had it. And my brain's like, dude, we don't have that to pull up for you. We don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like, God damn it. And then you trip. My brain likes to do that when I'm talking. I to okay, boss. no, it was in 28, 2018 or 2017. It's like the okay. the second year I started growing here, and my neighbor, my neighbor on my block grew a fuckload of it and gave me some, and oh, it was cool. great for cleaning my house. And that was about it. I gave my I gave my partner the rest <laughs> of it because it made me like paranoid and kind of aggressive, honestly. Touche. Like I, I don't know, I, like, and that's what people people say, like, oh, I don't think we can do this or we mm. can do that, like. If I if I if I if I have all the different weed I've smoked and like sit there and get enough variety, I bet you I can find something that's gonna hit you to where you'll want to fight somebody. It might take years, but we'll find one. I mean, Maybe. it's not even know. that difficult for me. Like when I get really anxious, sometimes I get extremely angry depending on the circumstances. And if I'm already in that mood, like weed and especially edibles in the right circumstance can definitely exacerbate that. Like typically, what'll happen is like. You know, if I'm in a shit mood and I take a lot of edibles to calm down, my bad mood will really peak for a minute. And then the edibles will kind of start yeah. to do their magic. But like right before that, yeah, the weed definitely makes it worse. Uh, so, yeah, weed is not a cure all for your mood for sure. Just like it's not a cure all for anything else. No, no, it can help. It can If you're having a hard time redirecting yourself, but you know how to do that, weed can be an excellent tool to help you do that more effectively. Like if you're if you're fucking stuck on stupid. If you're just fucking stuck on stupid, just and not mean just stupid, <coughs> aggressive behavior, like mogging people for no reason. I nearly being, got in an argument with an old guy at Walmart an right, hour ago. Right. Sometimes if you can't get your behavior under control, sometimes a 10 minute meditation session followed by a big ass bong rip can help you chill the fuck out and be the person you want to be. Because some of us get overwhelmed and are, are all brain damaged and start and we get overwhelmed we lash start out like lashing out yeah which we don't want to do we want to be nice happy shiny happy people <laughs> unless you're an old person who cuts me in line at walmart and then i want to yell at god, you. god why do you hate the elderly so well, this... much so dig today i didn't and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna detract this too far from me <laughs> I'm not going to detect too far from weed, but I was going to get these ear, these cheap wireless earphones so that I could record from this camera angle. And uh, I was waiting in the loose line at the Walmart electronics counter, as you do. And uh, some old dude decided he was just going to wander up in front of me and the dude behind me and just start asking us questions. And I was almost to the point where I was like, yeah, 
And the dude behind me was even mumbling under his breath. But then the old dude just needed to get a couple things answered and he was on his way. So whatever. I let it go. I let it go. Dude, you know what? I do hate it when old dudes walk in everywhere like they own the place. Like, you can wait in line, motherfucker. Here's here's time for uh, Evan admits to a crime. Uh, oh, one time, God. Okay, great. Don't worry. This one's not as traumatic as the one I told you of the air. Um, okay, one time. Great. In a in an unnamed state that wasn't Oklahoma many years ago, past the statute of limitations, I would say. I and uh, there, there are people in this house who can back the story up. I was going in line at a drive-through at a White Castle, and uh, this big ass boat Buick like La Sabra or whatever, fucking literally, as I'm pulling up to the second window, floats over in front of me. A white fucking, one? Yeah, like a white like Buick okay, big ass cool. boat, right? Okay, cool. And, uh, or whatever it might have been beige i think it was white okay uh, anyway, as long so, as it so, wasn't red or blue that might have been my old grandparents <laughs> well no but it was like a straight hostile move and i capped my horn and the guy had the nerve to hold his hand out like what am i doing and then fucking he got his cup of coffee they handed him a drink through the window and then he went up and pulled forward and i was like man this guy's got the balls to do that and to stop in front of me i gotta do something so i got out of the car and I walked up to the window and I'm like, I'm going to yell at this dude. And he just looks at me and he's like, you need to chill out, buddy. So I kicked a huge dent in the side of his car and I left the restaurant. The end. God damn it, bro. Dude, like. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm know, very insecure and angry. And I, if you challenge uh, you know, me, I will I've, your I've, I, I had one guy point at me. Um, I was behind him in a stoplight and he had pulled too far forward. And so he couldn't see the light turn right away. And so I gave, I didn't give him a hard beep. I gave him a friendly beep. You know, friendly beep, honk, like bang, right. real quick, just bang, real quick. Hey, the light's green. Feel free to go. Beep, he beep. made eye contact with me in his, his passenger side, his like driver's side mirror, whatever, and right. like pointed his finger at me. And like, and, and, and I, and I was like, oh, fuck you. And I pointed my finger back at him and gave him the finger next to it so he knew how it felt. And then he tried to like yell something at me. And I'm like, all right, motherfucker, let's park over here across the freeway at the front of my parking lot. Let's handle. I just challenged him to fight and I started chasing him. And I was like, and then he just fucking got on the freeway and left. And I'm like, well, God damn, I'm probably glad he didn't fight me. I would have hit him with a crowbar and gone to jail or like fucking he shot me and fucking been justified in it and shit. I don't know. Anyway, it's a good thing he ran off. But anyway, right. don't do that. That's not good behavior, kid. That's the behavior of of madmen who 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 don't have their shit under control. That other guy sounds like a pussy to me, and you firmly won that interaction. I'm kidding. Well, correct. He is a beta bitch, and right. I made him put his beta bitch tail between his legs and run. But mm-hmm. you shouldn't but. do that, kids. Be bigger than be bigger than the other guy. I bet that man. And, and there are hey, and there are traffic cameras. Remember that yes. too. And people have guns. Yeah, everybody has guns. And every time I tell one of my army buddies about one of my stupid traffic altercations, which never happen anymore, um, they're like, oh, did, are you packing in case it gets wild? I'm like, no. And it's like, well, what if you get shot? I'm like, well, it, I probably deserve it. And they're like, yeah, uh, 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 uh. I don't know. But... <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, like if I... If if someone like flips me the bird in traffic and I yell at them and chase them in my truck and roll down my window and yell at them, and then I follow them to a parking lot after challenging them to a fight and then approach their vehicle, in what world are they not justified in shooting me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <coughs> pretty cut and dry <coughs> stand your ground. <coughs> So I, I can't Onus is really... kind on them to take off too. Yeah, like so you know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's like it's better just to let that shit go and not get into it in a park. And, and in Houston, in Houston where I'm from, people will yeah, shoot you yeah, in dude. traffic. Go on Reddit right now. <coughs> just look up Houston oh, yeah. shooting traffic. I guarantee you'll get 10 results. There was one from recently. Like one yeah, like dude, people <coughs> people just unload like clack, clack, clack. <coughs> I've been living too. I've been living in the Northwest too long. Is what happened. I've gotten too froggy. Right. No, I mean I, I get need that. to come drive right. around Houston and yell at someone and have to duck. Get get my get my education back. <clears throat> I fucking yeah. I guess it. Don't, it would. There are a lot of guns up there, but 
I lost my train of thought because the edibles kicking in. Let's move away from thoughts on traffic and into thoughts on marijuana. Oh yeah. Cannabis, delicious, nutritious mm. cannabis, cannabis. Sorry. Oh yeah. It's fine. We can call it, we can call it Mary Jane. <clears throat> so now that but... we've alienated a bunch of our audience talking about being mean to old people and being in traffic, a few things. Uh, one, if you all watched and I'm not sure I, the, the YouTube video didn't do great. I made a YouTube video on how to do bong rips. And I got like I enjoyed views. it very much so. I didn't know why I didn't do as well as the other shit list. Look, go listen, go watch his bong rip video. He dropped some knowledge. It's very nice. He he researched it. He did a lot of bong rips. And I would like to expand on that research with something else. Uh, if you follow me on the NC, you might have noticed I upgraded my bong to just ridiculous status now. And it now has a, a, a knockoff grab ash catcher. I know this is a knockoff because I went to the local glass shop and this thing was like $11.99. So that's cool. If you add an ash catcher and you do it right, it makes it even better. Pro tip for glass collectors. If you want the genuine deal, go to an adult shop in a truck stop on the side of the road. You know the deal. Don't go into there to suck truckers off or maybe do your own I thing. Mean, dude. Yeah, well, you can do but you can get really good deals on glass in those pervy places because they'll they'll buy these designer glass and then it won't sell a lot of times. Right. Sometimes it will. But or they'll get a shipment of a few pipes <coughs> and their glass dildos and shit. So honestly, guys, if you want to save some money on glass, look at the adult shops. I don't know if that's true in Oklahoma. It's definitely true mm. here. Um, I mean, they're just straight. I'm, I don't I'm not, not that I'm hanging around in adult shops or anything. I'm surprised that you guys don't have like a high density with your 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 fucking uh your dispensary accounts already. Like we have a lot of glass shops too. Like we the do, place yeah, I yeah, we cradles. do. Uh, See, something the... happened when it legalized, man. Everything got more expensive. That's weird. Like I, I, man, I could go get it. It's not interesting enough for the fucking four people watching on YouTube. But I've got a little bong that's like maybe a third the size of this one. And yeah. in Indiana, that shit cost me like $80 at like a reputable, well-known shop. And this shit cost me $80 as well. So at okay, least as good, far good, as good. like, okay, cool. I think glass is cheaper here than in a legal state, but I don't know about your experience. So I don't mean to dictate your shit to you. Um, well, I've also been buying glass for a while and I may, right. it, I've been buying glass for like 10 years now. So maybe I'm old enough to where everything's just gotten more expensive and I'm a spoiled old man. Cause I think I got this bong for like $40. That's what's up, man. But, like, this bong is old. I don't – hold on. I'll tell you when I bought it. I bought it in 2017. 2017. So five years ago. So it's not that old, but it's old, you know. Um, yeah, my oldest my oldest bong was, is 2014, and I know it's from 2014 because the artist signed it, 2014. So it's a 2014 special K. And I think I've hit that bong on this show before. Maybe. I'm not sure. Excuse me. I thought I was going to need the cough filter, but I didn't. Due to the ash catcher. What's up? Now I'm going to clear my throat. Good stuff. <clears throat> that one so, is, I always get them confused. Is that one Narcissa or is that one not? Oh, Narcissa is the special K. That's the old one. This one, yes. this one I, I've never really gave it a name. I just call it bong. Because oh, it's yeah. one day, maybe. Um, wait, did I recently name this Tabitha? I'm not sure. We That's have trouble. Don't be a bitch. Um, <laughs> that was genuine. I'm sorry. I was like, don't be mean to Tabitha. I'm just Fine, kidding. Man. I don't. I'm just, I'm just kidding. God damn. That She's was going to break the... now. You're going to break break her heart. Not digs Tabitha. She must be a very nice lady. Oh, yeah. It's a Whoa, better name than my. Do you know they make you name your rifle in the army? Uh, I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, so sorry, I'm. I'm weird... I, I don't up? mean to interrupt you. I think I've got a haunting situation. My fucking work laptop is over here, and I just watched the mouse move around and start clicking, and it was making a noise. Uh oh. Are you in I Oklahoma? Being hacked. Yeah. The mouse light indicator or the mouse on the table. The mouse indicator on the monitor. Oh, Apologies. maybe you should turn it off. Yeah, if it fucking turns back on because it just turned itself off, I will. Creepy, I'm not paying... dude. What? Dude, what do you do? It could have been IT. Your shit. Who knows, man? Maybe I'm getting... As long as they don't hack, you know, my... Not that they could, they can take my fucking negative credit score. That's fine if they want to hack my main shit. That would suck, but work computer, whatever. That's like... 
wait and see emergency. Oh, uh, see, you're on you're on my like work computer right now. Like my dirty computer is my phone. My phone's gross. But I do I keep this one pretty clean. This one's just all like cannabis and like okay, so this one's pretty just different kinds of filthy, I guess. Just all drug research on here. And like not very much pervy stuff. Like I find that like there's some intersection with like cannabis and like I don't know what you call it, like sexy people or like oh, sex, yeah. oh, sex yeah. positive people. Like, no. you know, I mean, I'm pretty I'm I feel like I'm like I, I don't know, pretty sex positive, but like also like you know sex what I'm talking positivity about. Positivity is kind of like a liberal trait, but beyond that, yes. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I I've I would not consider myself a goddamn liberal, but let's not get into it. Anyway, well, so a left-leaning trait. Yes, thank right, you. Well, y'all are just gonna love this. Uh, the one where Evan and Dig get too high to remember what the fuck they were talking about. This is like the most stereotypical stoner pot. It's just us smoking weed and forgetting what the fuck we were talking about. I know a way we can turn this boat around, Dig. We could actually get on topic. Well, we could do that, but first we could really lure him in with a story. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Which story? Oh, that story. Yeah. The story where we where you got on the Zoom and activated your camera on accident when your balls were out. Kinda. No. Let's let's. Yeah. Not that that story. Yes. We just did. We're doing it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the stage. This very Zoom call about. 15, 20 minutes ago, right before we, uh, right, right before we went on, I was doing my normal thing where I'm running around and setting up all my electronics. I've got to like, my phone is my camera. So I got to plug it into a tripod and I got to run it to my computer and I got to set up this electronic and I got to get my new headphones going. I'm frazzled. I have ADHD and I got to focus on one thing at a time. So I'm sitting here at the last minute. Dig has just come into the zoom room and I'm scratching my balls while I'm fucking with my headphones and I'm not really thinking. And as I'm talking to dig, I get up. My pants are loose because I'm losing weight. And my balls, which I was scratching, were in my hand. And Dig saw my balls. The end. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then he had a meltdown about it, which made it even funnier. Well, it was embarrassed. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like putting holes in the walls. I was furiously masturbating. No, no. Like, yeah, like like he was head where his head was in his hands. He's like, I'm so sorry. And I think he was worried that maybe I was going to meet to him. But like, well, it, I like I I could tell he didn't he didn't know like the camera was on he was in this weird headspace like anyway it's funny though and he's very <laughs> embarrassed he said we have to talk about it on the show and I'm like okay if we do we will I guess it just everybody who knows me sees it at some point that's so weird I know man okay anyway <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so the loose oh, topic shit, of today I gotta turn my speakers oh, okay, on one second. Sorry to interrupt you. well Love so the you. loose the loose topic of today is enemies of the weed, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start this off by uh, talking about Mother Nature and pests. You know, earlier when I was on here, uh, Evan asked me, "Oh, how did mites eat your shit? Are they overnight?" And I'm like, "Pretty quick." And I've since talked to a couple of growers, and yeah, they happen overnight. The mites can. They can be in your shit and you don't really notice them. And then one day your mic's off. They, uh, they blow, they blow out a population overnight and they just eat your shit, fuck your shit up. So really growing outdoors, uh, nature can really fuck you and be your worst enemy. Um, and a lot of outdoor growers will want to talk to you about nature, but something you got to remember about nature is this plants from Southeast Asia. It's not from North America. So you can't really, grow an external cultivar you know without running into pest problems and stuff like that and that's what i ran into and i have a very unfriendly yard because i'm growing all kinds of other stuff i've got neighbors that do things a little differently so sometimes i feel like the pests come from them i don't know i have but i also have roses which is ill-advised when you're growing cannabis outside but I, the roses were here first. I'm I'm keeping them going. I don't know. I've got a bunch of different stuff going on in my garden. So I'm going to move to smaller plants. But anyway, so mites, pests, stuff like that can wipe you out. If you're, and indoors, right. if you're not careful. I've had mites indoors too. But I've never had them happen this fast without me noticing. Right. Outdoors, they just exploded, Evan. And I could still lose my crop. Man. You know, I, could still, I could still happen. 
That that would bum me out. And just as a show note, I'll have to edit this out. I'm going to stay on mute so that the audio doesn't bleed, and I'll just unmute when I'm going to pop in. So oh, okay. I, if you see me on mute, yeah, I'm I'm. Um, anyway, yeah, I was I. That's something that surprised the fuck out of me too, because like I I follow your Insta like every couple of days. I go through and watch my friends' stories and shit, and I would see you tending to your garden and like they the plants look great as always. They just look like more of your plants. And then like literally that one Sunday, we were fucking doing whatever, and you were like, "Hey man." holy shit. And then the bad, the news just kept getting worse and kept getting worse and kept getting worse. And like, that was a fast come up for sure. Now you said that you're growing, growing smaller plants in exchange. Now, are you still, I, I saw that you had like a, it looked like another outdoor plant, another small auto growing. Are you going to I do? I am doing an auto grow on the other side. Yeah. Okay. I so was I wasn't grand. growing on that other side of the house because it has an led light, uh, LED street light over okay. it. So it was causing my photo period plants to do ugly things when they were flowering. But my other plants are on the other side of the house now. But that whole side of the property where all the shade is, is just inundated with mites, bro. Just everything has mites. My roses have mites. My, 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 literally the plant in front of my room right here, my beautiful japonica is being destroyed by mites. You know what's going to save her? Winter. Winter is winter is going to save this. It's so far gone. Listen, I'm going to have to do so much defoliating in my Man. garden anyway. We're not just in the cannabis. I have to cut the roses back to Man. ankle height now because everything's in a data with mite. Wow. Burn everything. I'm going to be cutting and burning plant material from as soon as the rains come November until I can't anymore, probably March because I'm fighting mites, just not for my cannabis garden, but also they also fuck up all your other plants and your vegetables too. But the sunny side of my property doesn't have as much of a problem with them. Cause it's a little drier. I think, Okay, I think that's why I don't know why, but they're not because as bad the over sun. there. Right. And so <laughs> okay. I'm gr I don't know. I don't know. That might be why. So one of my other plants, uh, now I'm having new problems because I, I reuse some <laughs> dirt and it doesn't drain as well. And so now I'm having some other problems with some of the plants. But um, on that side, I haven't had a problem with mites. <laughs> I've had a problem with mites on this side before, but I thought I had it licked, I guess. I don't know. Right. It, but I, gu I guess my, I was talking to my buddy and he says you'd never really have them licked. So I'm... I'm moving indoors. I'm going to, I'm still going to grow the autoflowers outside, but the autoflowers only get about a foot and a half, two feet, three feet tall max. Okay. So they're smaller. <clears throat> and I figure a lot of times it takes a while for pets to become a problem for my plants anyway. I think if I can do two smaller runs every summer instead of one big run, if I lose a run, I've still got another run or whatever, you know, I, right. Diversifying. Yeah, just and and smaller plants, hopefully, so I'll see it quicker. I don't know; it happens so fast, Evan. Right? Like I've had caterpillars, like I've had aphids. Nothing is this fast. I've never had anything fuck me in the ass this fast. That's and wild. And, it, and it's literally like the mites are horrible. <clears throat> Man, I I wish I knew anything to like say or oh, that blows. I hope it goes away. Are there options oh. to like Agent Orange your yard if? You know, it ends up needing that. No, like no, I, no, not really. <laughs> um, I could now. What I would do, like, let's say I was hell bent on growing cannabis again on my property. Right. I would, I would cut down everything. Okay. Like everything, my my banana tree, my rose bushes, oh, my shit. japonica, all of my trees, my beautiful. Um, I have a couple of trees I planted on Arbor Day one year when I got a free tree from. And they were getting tall, some beautiful dogwoods. Right. I'd have to cut down my cherry tree. Oh, I'd man. have to cut down my grapevines. You see the problem? Right. Cannabis isn't the only thing I'm doing. I love growing cannabis. It's my favorite plant. Right. But I have to grow everything all the time because I'm, oh. I like to. It's fun. I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's like me and projects. I get it. Yeah. So, um, So the answer is I could, but I'd have to become cannabis-centric. Got and you. while my, I am very cannabis centric, I need to other do other things. And it would break my heart to kill plants that I've kept alive this long, like 
Right. I've got a grapevine I prune every year. I've been pruning every year for five years. It produces some of the most delicious Chardonnay grapes that I feed to my wife and my chickens. I don't eat them. I just enjoy growing them. And they grow over an arbor, over the entrance to my property. So when you come out from the arid, like it's more arid where I'm at. But when you come into my garden, you come through a trellis to grape vines with grapes hanging down. And you eat and enter like an almost Edenic like front yard with roses. And it's all shaded by this big, beautiful tree. It's gorgeous. Oh, fuck. Look at that mute button. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, I hope that the mites don't fuck you out of it. Oh no, no, it's <laughs> fine. Like I'll just have mites now. Okay, no, that's fair. No, that's no, I just, I, I just, I'm kidding. I won't grow giant cannabis plants anymore. Mm. And people listening, I know there's ways you can get rid of mites, but like realistically, with <laughs> as much foliage as I've got out here, this is also the worst year I've ever seen them. Like I walked, I was right. walking into the department store out here, and I walked past one of their bushes, <laughs> and it was filled. Oh, so it's just a year for that, maybe. Then, or... like, and I've asked other growers have kind of, I don't know if consoled me is the right word, but like, <laughs> it's been a bad year for mites. We'll say okay. here in okay. Southern Oregon, and I don't know what the extent of that is. And there's a lot of that. They just sometimes you get hit with them. You know, I've had friends that have gotten hit like... with them, and they've lost whole plants, and I felt horrible for them. Yeah, and I always. You know, I always think there's something that could be done differently, and I definitely could have had my plants spaced further apart and <coughs> opened up more. Um, but I don't know if that would have prevented it or not. It's just one of those things, you know. Yeah, um, no, and it's with it coming so fast, there's nothing you can do to protect against it. So we now that be- I've now I've slowed them down, now that I've thinned out all that stuff and. I've been spraying like once every two days with a citric acid solution and I'm washing the plants every day where it goes above 90 degrees with water in the morning. They don't like moisture. So I've been trying to do that. And then my buddy uh, Roland smokes told me that hopefully the cold (coughs) snap will slow him down. So hopefully I'll be able to pull something into my garage. Come on. Cause honestly, bro, I'm flushing one of my plants right now and I'm going to start flushing the other one soon. Hopefully I'll get a harvest of some of the smaller plants that are already deep into flower. Yeah. I don't know if these fire maroofs are going to make it. I think they're, I, I don't know, man. I'm not optimistic because they've got so long to go into flower for me to be fighting mites on them. Oh man. And there's only like, one of them has only got like eight to 12 inches of like foliage left on it. Oh man. So it might just be a toss and throw away. Yeah, but I'm not going to do it until I have to. Like where I'm going to, I'm going to fight it all the way up to the tops. Oh. Well, so then so, we can firmly say that mites are a fucking enemy of the pot. Yes. Mites and other pests, but mites are the worst. I've also got thrips at the same time. So and we're just having a bonanza. Thrips. Thrips are bugs. gross. Someone want to gross themselves out. Right? <laughs> Look at how thrips uh, feed and how they just go watch thrips. They're just thrips. gross. They're just gross to look out. They're just gross little buggers. You know, how, you know how roaches as a bug like instill like a deep revulsion in people. It's like primal. I personally don't feel that so much. Like, but yes, right, I do okay, see it. right. So that same thing. If you have that in you, thrips will give you the heebie-jeebies like that real yeah. bad. You go look at them under a jeweler's loop, and you see them, and they're moving around, and they're doing their weird like. I mean, I'm, not, I'm no fan of bugs, but yeah, no, that doesn't sound terrible. Well, they they eat by like licking the plant foliage off itself with like this fucked up, raspy. Okay, well, fuck it. Fuck a bug that does that kind of shit. Okay, that like it's gross. just that thrips are fucking gross, man. Thrips are gross. Vomiting on their hands to eat. Uh, anyway, none of that. None of that. Okay, anyway, let's, so let's let's move away from fucking bugs and shit. Let's move on to the the real idea here. Even okay. though those those are. The mites and thrips and shit are enemies of the pot. Let's, we should have brought this up at the beginning and then we got caught talking about my dick and shit. The basic mm. idea here is to kind of give your anger. We know that a lot of things don't like weed, a lot of institutions and a lot of industries. So dig especially really dug into this as it were, but we're, we're, we're finding the reasons why these institutions don't like cannabis. I almost said marijuana there. Um, and we went through and looked. Dig did a lot of this shit on law enforcement. And then I found a little bit of information on like the utility companies. And then there's pharma. So let's talk a little bit about it. Let's get negative. 
Um, with that, yes, gig, what you're all here for, of course, negativity, balls, weed, and negativity. Um, yes, on that, all right. Let's start with one that, like, we know about the cops and shit, and we're gonna get into it heavy here in a minute. But let's start with one that kind of surprised me: the utility companies. Utility companies don't like weed, and they fight against it being fucking legalized in a lot of states. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I had trouble. Like, I've had, I've heard, I've heard of power companies lobbying against legalized weed, and they claim it's due to overall power consumption, and they say that it's gonna be cost prohibitive to upgrade their stuff when stuff when too many people start pulling too much power <laughs> and and here's the thing evan like they may be right i'm not sure so i'm in a unique part of the world where mm. most people in rural areas are cultivating outdoors part of my right. problem with pests is that i'm cultivating in a very small garden mm. In a very on a very like compared to most places, people cultivate cannabis. A very small quarter acre lot surrounded by neighbors, right? With small vegetable gardens and all that. It's not a great environment. You want to clear the area around your cannabis garden, ideally, like really far away. But I've got cannabis plants growing two feet away from rose bushes, which is <laughs> asking for trouble. Mm. Like, so you understand, like, I'm I'm trying to make something work that might not work, which is why I'm not growing this way anymore. But I wanted to try and I've had success before, but it's been a couple of years since I've had a perfect run, but um, I couldn't find any information really on, 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 on any other reasons why they would do it. I think it's just a matter of they worry about heavy consumption, but I can't find much data on the actual numbers of how much consumption goes up. Um, when when cannabis becomes legal to cultivate, because I think a lot of bulk cultivation, um, at least in my experience in Oregon, Oregon, it occurs outdoors, which right. m- may only be power intensive during certain parts of the years when they're running supplemental light. I would assume However, that growing outdoors. Pe- oh, sorry. A lot of people do cultivate indoors, but I don't know. I don't know what that is versus an arcade or what you know what I mean. There are other. Mm-hmm. There are other things. I don't know. I don't know how you evaluate that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it would be tough. And I, on that end, I don't know exactly how much strain they put on. And I think what you said, that's exactly – I should have, like, deep notes that a dude on Reddit gave me, but I got banned for a couple days, so I can't see them because my account's banned. But his he told me that in Oklahoma, like, they lobbied against it hard. They sent out flyers to people that were like – Get ready for people to blow up their garages, make them BHO, and your kids are going to be born fucking mentally ill and blah, 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 blah. And uh, it was just because they didn't, like you said, they, they didn't want to upgrade their infrastructure. And I think that's kind of the, 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 the bone that it all comes down to, which sucks. And it, you know what, though? I will say this. Your, your market's not very mature yet. And I will say if you're going to grow indoors, a lot of people do some unsafe things around electricity. Okay. Um, I've done some things that are <laughs> dubious, like running um, a space heater off of a thermostat that needed to be plugged into a wall, but I had it plugged into a power strip. Like I've oh, done you, shit like that. I didn't realize there were, uh-oh. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's certain dumb ways that you can wire shit up. When you're growing indoors, that can be really dumb and dangerous. Okay. Um, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I'm not doing that currently. Um, but but I do. <laughs> Getting yeah. ready to. <laughs> Good um, shit, man. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I'm trying to find a better way, but um, shit's expensive, <laughs> and I tend not to replace stuff until it breaks. Yeah. No, nah, I get that. Why would you? Um, and um, safety, honestly. Don't do it. Do as I do as I say, children, not as I am telling you I'm doing. Be safe with electricity. Don't Daisy Jane power strips. Listen to me. Don't Daisy Jane power strips. Don't fucking don't do alcohol extractions at home. Yeah, don't do that. Especially don't do that. Um, You know, especially don't do that. And if you're going to do that, invest in some scientific glass. Yeah, don't be a fucking asshole. 
um, like me and blow up some fucking Pyrex on a hot plate in your backyard or some shit, allegedly. Actually, not allegedly. I think it's been more than three years. I think I'm going on that federal manufacturing charge now. The Stanhope rule. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. But I wanted to say one more thing. Of course. Land use issues is another interesting thing. Um, Weed competes with wineries. Right. For the same Mediterranean climate. And so that's another. And it's not really alcohol. Right. It's wineries. It's great vineyards. That's a particular because a lot of places where weed like cannabis grows really well. It's the same place that grapes grow really well. So we have a, a really big wine industry in our valley in in the Rogue Valley where I live. And we have a really big cannabis industry as well as well. And a lot of times they're right near each other because they're competing for the same land. They're competing for the same water. They're competing for the same labor. In a lot of cases, uh, um, I yeah, that makes sense. They're competing for um, what else? Um, the same land in some cases, you know, um, they're competing. They're having problems with some of the same pests, which causes problems. Right. But I wanted Are, to oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Dig, you're fine. And then there's another thing that people don't think about how cannabis farms are run differently than traditional farms a lot of times. So there was a local water district, and I can't remember which one of the the the, the article I found was years ago, and I can't pull it up. But there was a water use district that had a farm that flood irrigated their fields with their irrigation, like you know, yeah. a few times a summer. Okay, and it would flood the rest of that whole valley, and all the farmers and the cattle and stuff had more grazing area because of that water. Well, a cannabis farm moved in. And they didn't flood irrigate anymore. They did drip irrigation. It was more efficient. They saved money on water. But now that valley wasn't getting flooded. Okay. So those farmers are having a hard time, those ranchers with their cattle. And it caused a big, huge fight. And the farmers were all mad and stuff. And so there's all these weird little land issues that you don't even think about. Oh, yeah. Until you're on the – yeah. I never even – you know, coming from further east, like they're – I'm sure there are water issues there, but like, I've not thought about them. Like, or really they've not been as prevalent in my life. And here you hear about them a lot. It seems like the further West you go. I mean, hell Chinatown's about water rights. Uh, nerd, nerd, nerd. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm high. No. Yeah. Water rights are a big deal out West. There's not really a- enough to go around. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. And a lot, a lot's part of the American Western drying up. So well, it's, it's going to be, continue to be an issue. And you're seeing a lot of really heartbreaking shit down here in Klamath Falls, um, in Klamath County here in Southern right. Oregon, just next door to Jackson County where I live. Um, they had to make this heartbreaking decision this summer to cut off the irrigation to the local farms. Bummer. And the only people that got it were the salmon runs for the local native fisheries. Oh. And then a lot of people got mad at the natives. But to be fair to the natives, this was all treaty. It was one of the times that the lo- that, um, the – the American government stood up for the American treaty rights, but it's still real sad because those farms are going to go under now in the claim of Valley. It's like, it's That's not fair it, from what you described. It's only fair, but it's still not <coughs> good. You know what I mean? No, no, absolutely not. And, and I don't know if that area will ever rebound economically. Um, and it's just, it's one of those things. The rural West is, is, economically tied to the water and the water is getting scarcer and scarcer god i don't mean to sound you know doom you know i'm fucking stoned it's It's good it's good it's good to be stoned so let's talk about another people another people another group of people that are enemies of the cannabis and let's Talk about big tobacco. This is interesting. So uh, they want you to smoke cigarettes. They want you to vape, right? Right. But they also want to delay legalization so they can (laughs) grab market share. They don't want you to roll your own joints or pack your bong with some shit that was grown, you know, down the road or whatever, allegedly, or in Oregon. Like a lot of your Cali weed probably comes from Oregon. Not for too much longer, though. Man, they're raiding motherfuckers in the hills around here constantly. We'll talk oh, about shit. that in a minute. Um, 
What was I talking? Oh yeah. Wait, uh, who the federal government is? No, I'll t- we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's a whole problem here. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. what? Who? I almost said marijuana again. I stopped. Go ahead. You're talking about oh. Oregon and how a lot of California. Oh, ba- tobacco. Tobacco yeah, yeah, wants okay, to capture sorry. markets, so they don't want to compete. They want to wait till it's. <laughs> they want to make sure that all these big companies can grab market share so that you can't grow your own and stuff. So they want to delay or eliminate legalization so that you have to do tobacco. Now, a lot of people have been talking about big alcohol. Mm. Now, this is interesting, Evan. Mm. So like big alcohol is lobbying. Hard. Okay. They're lobbying hard to keep uh, cannabis illegal. But I, because they think it's going to impact cannabis sales. They think when the cannabis is legalized, it's going to impact alcohol sales. Well, yeah. They think it's going to drive down alcohol sales. Now, can I tell you <laughs> something? I haven't found any evidence of that. And I've I've preached the holy weed helping me quit alcohol, mm-hmm. right? But that might not be a one-for-one. One. Maybe I would have quit drinking anyway, right? Maybe it was that time of my life. It all happened personally. What's that? I wouldn't be surprised at all if it happened, though. Like, I know you said there's no proof. I'm like, maybe there's not, but I would not be surprised at all if it dropped to the order. Like, 10, right, 15%. right. So, so I haven't, like, so I've seen, I went to uh, a couple of different websites. I went, mm-hmm. I see, like, I went to um, the CSP Daily News, which is like, <laughs> a, it's like a, it's like a, a drink, an alcohol sales, like, digest, like, drinks and stuff. Okay. Like, for like corporate stuff. And they were talking about how cannabis may affect alcohol sales. And they said it was inconclusive. And then I looked at some other place and there's a lot of I'm like, so no one can really say. And Constellation Brands eh, is investing $4 billion in THC infused drinks. So some people are in, some of them are investing. Smart in enough it. to, it's like yeah, screaming. But smart enough they to are away. lobbying against legalization. So maybe they know something we don't. But right now the evidence, other than their behavior... <clears throat> Listen, the evidence other than their behavior doesn't support. Well, um, but the, the, the thing with that is, and this is just me kind of extrapolating data, I guess. But realistically, going back to what you said, and I'm sorry for interrupting, who of if they do legalize weed, who among the drinkers is going to disappear from the alcohol industry's revenue? It's going to be people like by and large, you know, there will be people who like weed and kind of wander away from alcohol. But by and large, the hit's going to be people like you and people like former co-hosts of the show and a lot of people, a, a fucking shitload of people who are problem drinkers and need to use weed to get off that shit. So like in a way, not not only are by, by lobbying against legalization, are they just helping a bunch of people from getting their medicine? They're tacitly fucking helping people who, you know, need help from weed the most stay addicted is what I'm hearing. And I hope I didn't know shit. I got you right as you were on your bong rip. I can keep on that. Fucking, it, it's irritating. And it's kind of like you allow the alcohol companies to exist. And to a point, you get that a business has to act in its own self-interest. But <coughs> A, there's space for both. And B, most people who solely move away are, again, the people who need to move away anyway. I almost wonder if what people aren't accounting for, because right, so there's no there's no evidence even <laughs> in Oregon, people are buying just as much liquor, they're okay. drinking just as much beer. We legalize, and let me tell you, Evan, there is like, there's there's so many microbreweries here, like I don't even I don't even think people outside Oregon can fully understand how many microbreweries there are here, like. There's more than six in a town down the road called Medford, which only has like a greater metro area of yeah. a quarter of a million people. This isn't bars. This is independent microbreweries. Right. So like a lot of people like to have beer with their weed. Right. So like it doesn't really I I honestly think the people that were going to move away from problem drinking we're going to move away. Maybe it would have been harder. Maybe it would have taken longer. Maybe there would have been more heartache. But maybe those losses in sales are kind of built into the model of selling alcohol anyway. Maybe some people drink until they die and some people can't or won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Right. No, that's that's fair. It just it goes, man, a lot of these companies fucking I, I don't want to turn into angry at companies already. Yeah, I guess. No, no. But I'm just saying is. in this particular evidence, hmm. the evidence doesn't support um, um, the assumption. Right. Right. Yeah. So no, alcohol is making it big. Alcohol is making itself an enemy of pot when it might not need to. Like what I'm saying is, hey, Jack Daniels, chill out, man. You're part of the party. Come over here. Have a drink. I'll smoke a joint. Let me smell some. I miss drinking. I wish I could. My liver won't let me. Doctor said no, but let me smell it. Maybe let me have a taste. Here, hit this joint. We can be friends. We don't need to fight. No one is cutting into each other's shit. Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like your chud uncle is still going to like sniff bourbon. Okay. <coughs> I wish I could with them, but I can't because my liver said I've had too much. Anyway, the point is I miss alcohol. This is the part of the show where we talk about things that we wish we could still do uh, anyway. So um, anyway, alcohol doesn't need to be an enemy of pot, but is, but you know, who should, who should be ch- shaking in their boots? Tobacco. Big pharma. No, and they yeah, 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 know yeah, yeah. it. They know <laughs> it. Honey bunnies. You can buy seeds online legally now because of some stuff in the hemp act. Uh, the seeds are hemp until you pop them, buddy. So listen here. You can buy those seeds a lot cheaper than Oxycontin and they won't make you sweat and, they'll, and they won't keep you from pooping or fucking, which is right. nice. Um, weed will not ruin your pooping or your fucking at all. No. So that's the that's the weed guarantee. It won't make it. It won't give you a problem you didn't already have, buddy. Don't bring blame your <coughs> on weed, pussy. Anyway, so um, what was I talking about? Pharma. Pharma. Yeah, a lot of people actually do stop using cannabis, right? Both anecdotally and statistically, a lot oh, of yeah. people have stopped using um certain pharmaceuticals once they can replace it with cannabis. <coughs> There are a few reasons for that, right? If you need a painkiller, even something as uh, what's a mild one that needs a prescription? Like uh, gabapentin is that mild? Gabapentin's more of a they use that. It's not on its own; it won't get you high, but it can be used to potentiate opioids. Is my understanding? Well, I think they give it to uh, when I when I logical. Yeah. It anyway. There's some milder ones that you still like need to prescribe. one that you like. Okay, about. fair enough. Like milder ones. I still don't like those. They make me sick, Oh, I loved but... them. Well, I mean, yeah, they're fine for like <laughs> a day, but then after that, it's like, ugh. And, I'm, and then you, then if you do a call, I get, I get hooked up. Anyway, let's not talk about my opiate problems. I, I, I don't, I, I love them, but I get it hooked really quick, but they make me sick as fuck. So I have to get off of them. Anyway, thank God for weed. Anyway, so you thank get God off for weed. Yeah, and that's the thing. And pharma knows it. They're lobbying against it. And they should be scared because when we legalize it places, some of their spendiest drugs, like painkillers and certain stuff that helps with like <coughs> epilepsy, that they've been wringing these poor sick people dry because they can. Yeah. Well, if the weed stops the seizure and doesn't give you those horrible side effects and yeah. only cost $25 an eighth and you only have to smoke, what? half a gram when you have a seizure right. or like when you're thinking of when you feel like you're going to have one and other than that it's fine hello you can keep those levels up for way cheaper not to when you know, i mentioned when you faction edibles and all this stuff and big pharma knows that not now you still need you know pharmaceuticals right. but what far but we don't need pharmaceutical companies we don't need those no, no they're, they're i am totally i am so against the whole western medicine is gonna kill you and blah 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 that i almost like don't want to go on about the evils of big pharma but they're evil they're evil in many ways they're evil in what you said in that tacit way that uh they want to keep you on their shit even if this other shit works better and that that's evil like a for-profit pharmacy system that advertises to you is evil um so that makes total sense and it's it's fucked up now let's talk about the one what shall we say the pig in the room maybe (laughs) (laughs) so so let's talk about the police and the and the justice system and the private prison industry right now not in all in all states these doesn't true but i think 
Um, my home state in Texas is slew. I don't know if you have private prisons in Oklahoma. We don't have private prisons in Oregon, thank God. Lucky you, man. That's... We have police and judges, though, so we're halfway there. So let's talk private about the, devil, the police, the judges, and, and in a large part, the government, right? As it stands, is an enemy of cannabis, right? Right. It's hard to tax, right? Um, you cannot tax home grow. So it's not a money maker as far as drugs are like alcohol right. is, um, like pharmaceuticals are. Right? <clears throat> also, private prisons are dependent on cannabis illegalization specifically. Right. Because it's a commonly used illicit drugs, tight laws at, at the keep their private prisons full so they can make money off people being incarcerated. That's why prison guards are against legalization because without illicit yeah. weed, they're going to have to start locking DUI of people up longer. I would like I to what, speak what, to something real quick, if that's okay, before I related to exactly what you're saying. And I'm sorry. Go for ahead. Yeah. Uh, and something for, for a long time, and this is to listeners who might be younger or whatever that might be listening to dig. And I know because I used to do this back when I was in like my twenties and shit might be listening and going, well, it's obvious that they didn't design it that way. In a lot of cases, fair point it's not designed that way maybe like maybe maybe there is maybe there isn't some lawmaker saying i'm doing this by design to get revenue out of weed people but it's worked out that way and they want to keep that system going which is the same well, shit i'm sorry no, Dave, you please know continue. honestly like honestly. anybody who listened to that one episode of the podcast knows my opinion on the police like i agree with you i think realistically like the best thing the best case scenario that will probably never happen is a lot of places start getting civilian oversight or some kind of actual oversight board with teeth um mm. and cops get de-escalation training i think that's probably the best case scenario in a lot of cases and like it's kind of fucked up to look i've written about this like for my for my job so like you can look at a case like chicago and whatever we can move away from me this is important shit to talk about where it's fucked up that like in chicago them going okay well you can't put people in blood chokes anymore it's supposed to be progress like okay you took away an illegal choke now let's get them let's train them on some de-escalation let's train them to deal with people who are on drugs or people who are having mental health episodes which they're one of the same one of the same let's either teach them how to deal with them because that's most of your job as a cop is dealing with mentally unhinged people if you're you know talking about quote-unquote violent people right or get them some fucking mental health specialists. Like get get have a ride along. You brought this up on the show before. Mental health specialists to deal with the addicts and shit. So I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. It's just they're never going to apologize. And one thing you said at the beginning makes me wonder in Chicago, if you're being held for weed in Chicago, whenever they fully legalize, do they let you out or are they sticking to the well? You're in jail because you broke the law. Reasoning. Here's what I'll tell you: if you don't get expungement put in on your first go law, just like if you don't get home grow on your first run law, you're never going to get it. Look at what happened in Washington state. Now they got, I think they got expungement, but they never got home grow. They got it for medical, but you can't grow at home. Like there's no, like here in Oregon, you can grow four. Right. Like just, if you're an adult, you can grow four plants at your house, but not in Washington. And that's because and you have to get a medical card. Now here in Oregon, the medical <laughs> card gives you a higher plant count. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you don't need one to grow. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, You're good, man. Um, uh, so the, anyway, what I was going to say is the kids are all right. Right. Um, I looked in the statistics because of course I did. Um, in 2011, only 29% of young adults, that's people from like, uh, I think 19 to 35 or something reported cannabis use in the past year. In 2016, that was 34%. And in 2021, that was 43%. That means almost half of young adults have used cannabis in the past year. Right. Which in is... the past month, it's jumped from 17% in 2011 to 29% in 2021. And our daily smokers of young adults are from 6% to 11%. So a lot of our young people are consuming, and that's a good thing because that means theoretically – don't People know, won't vote to criminalize something they oh. enjoy. Functionally, yes, I 100% agree. I don't, I don't know that I love such a high percentage of young. What are young people classified as? What's young people? What's the age? Oh, uh, let me look at the. Let me look. Thanks. Where I did I pull this from? See my monitor. 
Oh, I pulled it from uh, I pulled it from an anti drug. I pulled it from an anti cannabis place. I pulled Perfect. it from uh, uh, like CAD or something, the mm-hmm. Citizens Alliance for Drug Policy or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, uh, we were well anyway. Yeah, we were doing some research into them. This is actually their statistics. So these are anti drug statistics because they don't like it that this many people <laughs> are using. Right. But I say it's good. What are their young winning. people? Is it like twenty? I think they said nineteen to thirty five or something. Oh, okay. Like, uh, they they say young adults, right? I, I specifically oh. looked at young adults. So these are people like above the age of conscription. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> my redacted. Then I, I'm I'm pretty. Yeah. Amused. Yeah. No. 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 I I didn't mean to say young people. I mean young adults, like young young like college and above. Okay. These people are are theoretically reading at an adult level. They pay taxes. You feeling me? They 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 are their own dependent. Okay. In like theory, ideally, know. if you could like. And I, I'm just spitballing. I'm not a doctor, but like, I feel like if you can avoid being a daily smoker until you're 25, the closer you get to 25, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was in the army, so it probably would have been better for me to be smoking weed than doing that. So. Oh, yeah, no. Versus like, you know, <laughs> sub concussive and fully concussive. Things and I'm I'm not hitting you. I'm hitting my equipment and so on. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's totally it's totally it's totally fine. I just I got jokes. I, I want to. Like, OK, but though, but but also. And this is something that, like, I don't, I don't like this about our system. I want to get that out of the way. I don't like this. Okay. But it is a feature, not a bug. Okay. The money is starting to come around, right? Tilray, a lot of other investment firms are starting to invest heavy into cannabis. And when the money comes around, right, the property class comes around, the police may follow. And here's something else that you might want to think about the police. No one wants to be a police officer anymore. We may defund the police just by refusing to participate in the carceral system. You kids are going to make an old anarchist cry. And I went on to the police magazine uh, uh, with policemag.com. And I looked um, at the recruiting crisis and looked at about all the all uh, how they're looking to fill the gap. And they're looking at hiring non-citizens to be police. Because they can't find citizens to do it, and they're saying how that's like they're trying to spin that positively in police mag. Right. So oh, uh, that that fucking that organization reaching out and outsourcing is hilarious. The organization. <laughs> that, okay, we're getting so fucking off track. I'm already gonna have to chop the fuck out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, do it, do it. No, no it's yeah, good. No, I just, I'm I don't want them to have to chop anymore. So go ahead and continue with your. No, points but that's what I'm round. saying. So like, that's my reason for hope, guys. Like the kids are smoking and they don't want to be comps anymore. And a lot of places where you can't smoke weed are having recruiting crises, right? The military, no one wants to join the military anymore. That's not probably just because of cannabis, right? That's probably because that's probably because Afghanistan, Iraq, and like Vietnam and Beirut, Syria. You taking bets on how long till the military falls and allows recreational use like they do alcohol? Well, like, here's the thing, man. They're going to have to do that or they're going to have to start drafting people. You takes your bets, which one they're going to do. Everyone's like, oh, they're never going to do a draft. I'm like, okay, motherfuckers, they've done it before. Nam wasn't that long ago. No, man. I know people alive today that, well, they weren't conscripts, right? My uh, my my, well, my wife's grandpa went to college. He wasn't drafted. He was an officer. But um, I know I know people that fought in Nam, dude, personally. That's legit. The dude I know who fought in Nam, every article of clothing had was just covered in uh, fucking cigarette burns because the military gave him a shitload of fucking, and not even like painkiller drugs, like the heavy junkie drugs. It was methadone. And he would get like, I'm not going to get too far into this, but this dude caught all his shirts on fire and he lit his house on fire in his bed. And that's the Vietnam guy I know. Huh. Sorry. Yeah. War is not good for you. It's hazardous yeah. to your mental health at the minimum and probably your physical health too. Yeah. A lot of stuff floating around that's bad for you. A lot of really heavy Weed. vibrations that are bad for your brain. Weed can help with some of that. Uh, uh, <coughs> uh, 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 oh, fuck. See? Uh, elasticity. Uh, Neuroplasticity. Thank you. God damn it. You understand what I'm saying. See, folks? I got you, buddy. I'm an old, I'm an old brain damage vet. Let me take my medicine, <coughs> motherfuckers. You know, cool. I'll you know what I up. will say? I will say that I am just about out of Dr. Pepper. And I might. All right. So, yeah, we'll we'll move this along. I would want to add to Diggs because Diggs just had a good one there. I already said that it's not like an accident that it's like that. And it's not. But like. More to the point, I. 
I'm trying to think of a way to put this into good words. I moved from a state where it's totally illegal and still is besides like certain types of CBD shit to out here where it's like, it's as liberal as you could be about it or as libertarian as you could be about it. Like I can, I can go and smoke a joint in the parking lot outside of the grocery and nobody can blow me shit and it doesn't yeah. matter and shit like that. And it's wonderful. But like, I wonder how long, because of this discussion and shit, how long it's going to be that free for me is I guess how I would put it. Because it almost feels like this system that is so open and so free because there are outside influences. There are cops that are indeed looking for ways to get you. There are fucking, you know, alcohol wants to be sure that they're not fucking losing their sales, maybe. Like, so are they going to come into good systems like Oklahoma and Oregon? What are you doing? Yes, I was doing the national anthem over your rant, under your oh, rant. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes, no, yes, agreed, fuckers. I, no, I think the system is kind of, like you said, kind of bent up against weed. And I think a lot of people that think uh, weed legalization countrywide <laughs> is inevitable um, are the same people that assumed that, that they wouldn't actually undo Roe v. Wade. And I would like to tell these people, judge these people by what they fucking say. They fucking say they don't want weed legal. What do you think that means? Do you think they do you think that means they're kidding? They don't mean you. Yeah, motherfucker, they mean you. When they say they want weed illegal, they want they know the hippie cousin that comes around. They want his ass locked up for weed. Take this shit personally because it is, folks. If and someone wants to lock you up for for something that you enjoy, that's personal. Stop acting like it's not. That's a personal attack. They're using the police to attack you. Now I sound like someone who grew yeah. up on but, on Heinlein, right? A voting is violence. But the thing and is, violence is supreme. Sorry. Anyway, even if you don't want to <laughs> fucking go into like ACA Babs, like it fucking there, it's not just cops. It's not just cops that want to arrest you. And um, I might cut this and put it towards the beginning because it kind of goes to the point. And now I've totally lost my train of thought again. Sorry, uh, sorry I had it. Okay, it's not just cops. It's these other companies that have a directed influence in maybe getting your weed taken away. And as I've come out here and come to rely on cannabis as medication, and it's become more of an important part of my life, that becomes exactly what you said, Dig, said, Dig more and more of an important issue to me. And it's not just like, they're going to take my weed away, bro. I can't relax after work, bro. That sucks. Like, I kind of rely on weed now because I took other drugs out of my life when I came here to get weed. So these places making flippant, and uh, this is where you should have gone into the Statue of Liberty because now or the 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 you know that song because now I am getting mad for these people to do that on basis of money or to the basis of being able to maintain and justify their existence is pretty fucked up and angering. Blessed I brood with mother. I don't even know how the rest of the song goes. I'm high as fuck. Folks. Yes. Agreed. Yes and, Evan. Yes and. Yes, yes and. My throat is dry. And I know why I need another Dr. Pepper.